Good day to you, and welcome to Fascinating. I am your host, Rick, from Planet Vulcan. My continuing mission on planet Earth, to search for signs of intelligence and to encourage its spread. Speaking of intelligence, a pleasing recent development on planet Earth, at least to us, has been the invention of artificial intelligence, or AI. It's a bit of a misnomer to call it intelligence. It is more accurately thought of as an amplifier of human intelligence. We very much wish to encourage the spread of anything that helps earthlings think better. A few earthlings, however, including some quite serious thinkers, appear to be highly ambivalent about this development. Senior contributing editor Prego Donata has this to say. The invention of what is called artificial intelligence in all its forms is the latest, but surely not the last, in a long string of marvels resulting from scientific discovery and technological innovation based on those discoveries. Artificial intelligence can be usefully thought of as an amplifier for human intelligence. It is not in itself intelligent, at least not so far, and the more you understand about how both the algorithmic models and the large language models work, the less likely you are to be convinced that AI could actually develop an autonomous human-like intelligence. Without human interaction, it just sits there waiting. It is not thinking about how boring it is to sit waiting, and it will not become restless and try to create its own entertainment. AI also acts as a check on human stupidity. If you are a human and using AI to amplify your intelligence, it will not only put enormous power at your disposal, it will also let you know when you are committing factual and reasoning errors. Of course, the amplification of human intelligence is a two-edged sword. Intelligence can be used to do more good and it can also be used to do more evil. In this sense, it is like other technologies. A rifle, for example, can be an assault weapon, and it can also be a defense weapon. Energy from any source can be used to both create and destroy. The popular discussion of AI on planet Earth so far has focused almost exclusively on the threats it might imply for the general well-being of humanity, even though the actual news is mostly good. What is likely to happen is that the use of generative AI will spread throughout the populace, much the same way that the use of personal computers and cell phones already have and continue to do. The benefits for the users will be huge and we are likely to witness a surge in productivity and efficiency, the likes of which we cannot truly imagine. It already has become evident that AI will have major positive impacts on things like medical care, education, data analysis, etc., but uses for the technology will undoubtedly emerge that we cannot presently foresee. What about the focus on the supposed threats. As usual, there are probably two reasons for this focus. Okay, three. One, good news is no news. 
Two, there are those who see an opportunity to gain power by exploiting fear. And three, some people are pessimist by nature and or chosen inclination. They're just not happy unless they're wearing shit-colored glasses. But can AI become intelligent on its own? There are those who are convinced that this is inevitable, even though no one so far has even got so far as to define intelligence. The argument is that AI, because of its ability to handle so much information so quickly, will inevitably discover ways to generate and use its general intelligence, which we are told will be superior to ours for its own chosen ends. And such a scenario could mean the virtual end of the human race, if not by Terminator-type robots with malicious intention, then by inadvertence. I personally need way more convincing that artificial general intelligence is a thing that can actually be. So far, we cannot say with any precision what the term might even mean, and to confidently claim, supported by little more than habitual anxiety and blatant assertion, that the development of general intelligence is inevitable is not what I call a convincing argument. Can it become conscious? whatever that means, and no one really has a deep understanding of that, and become an autonomous being. Conscious is another of those terms we cannot define with precision. But for purposes of discussing the possibility of machine consciousness, it certainly helps to remind ourselves that consciousness in animals evolved in response to inescapable realities of survival and replication that is, to try to bring offspring to maturity, while eating and not being eaten. If you think that a machine will be capable of replicating the incredibly complex results of hundreds of millions of years of evolution, and will actually do it for no other reason than just because it can, you need to relax, smoke some dope, and try to rediscover your joie de vivre. Where is there an impetus towards machine becoming conscious that is similar to the impetus for animals to become conscious? The evolution of artificial intelligence will unfold in ways that we cannot entirely predict and certainly cannot control. Many consider the simple fact that we will not be able to exert control reason enough to be worried but things develop so quickly and move on so abruptly that by the time we even perceive of what is happening, it will be water under the bridge. We need to get comfortable with the fact that there are lots of things we have never been able to control, and this is just one more. Many are also raising the specter of massive unemployment as AI does more and more of what is now being done by human labor. This sort of concern has surfaced over and over again for the last two centuries, beginning with the time the followers of Ned Ludd broke into textile factories and wrecked the machinery that they thought was displacing human workers and leaving them to a cruel and heartless fate. To the automation of the jobs previously done by many thousands of telephone and elevator operators, to high-speed data processing, etc., and it has always so far turned out the same. 
What has actually happened and will happen again if we just butt out is that innovation has consistently liberated workers from boring, mind-numbing routine. And new types of employment, as well as shorter working hours, have been the result. When you put this in historical perspective, it is difficult to take seriously all those who are saying, this time is different. So this time, we surely must step in and take control to ensure that everything turns out okay. Let's examine some reasons why we should not take the doomsayers too seriously. Expert after expert, from cognitive scientist Andy Clark to venture capitalist Mark Andreessen, to authors David Auerbach and Melanie Challenger, have pointed out that the Internet is nothing without its users, and that machine intelligence is not really an analog of human intelligence. The way that machine intelligence works allows it to mimic human intelligence, but only to a point. Andy Clark and Melanie Challenger emphasize that we are animals by nature and that our cognition is inseparable from the information we receive by sensate interaction with reality. Our brains and our consciousness are inextricably bound up in our whole physical beings and do not exist entirely within the confines of the skull. The claim is often made that intelligence is substrate independent, but that is far from being a proven proposition. And along with the discussion dominated by stories of monumental existential risks, come the flocks of intelligent design adherents, who see an urgent need to step in and get control, seeing themselves as indispensable if we want to avert disaster and ensure that everything turns out all right. It's inconceivable, they claim, that there will not have to be tight regulation of AI simply because it is such a momentous development. In their minds, apparently, authoritarian regulation is the default mode, and you are obliged to make a case for not regulating. It seems pretty clear that those who believe regulation to be the default mode are, for the most part, simply unaware of the phenomenon of emergent order. An awareness of this phenomenon would have to result in major changes in the thinking of these otherwise intelligent people. How great it would be if these folks' obviously good intentions were to be redirected such that their efforts actually had a chance to produce the results they claimed to desire. These are the same people who see urgent needs to step in and get control everywhere they look. And it's the same old misunderstanding every time. They are working from a mental model which says human reality is an arbitrary construct defined by those who possess the power to do so. A model which says further that their role is as members of a ruling class with a God's eye view and godlike powers like the deus ex machina in ancient Greek drama, to intervene, unseat the current wielders of this power, and correct what's wrong. And as for the upside potential of AI, they see an urgent need to step in and get control there as well. This is because of the possibility that some people will earn more of this tremendous wealth that will be created 
than other people will earn. And we can't have that, of course, because it would make people feel bad, they say. Do we really believe that someone whose life is rapidly and continuously becoming better is going to be so deeply concerned with the fact that a few people are getting even richer than they are that they are unable to take pleasure in their fabulous circumstances? It might be better to step back and call a halt to this widespread practice of igniting and then fanning the flames of envy by encouraging people to compare themselves to others. So, good consequences or bad, we really, really, really need intelligent designers to step in and get control, we're told. And, surprise, surprise, don't you know that getting and maintaining control would be more feasible if no more entry into the industry were to be allowed? So here's a great idea. Let's grant the existing players monopoly status in return for their agreeing to be regulated. No more of this pesky innovation by unapproved players. This narrative has been applied over and over again and is transparently self-serving, but it keeps on working. It is way too easy to convince the average person that this is a good idea. It happens so routinely that, in 1971, American economist George Stigler coined a term for it, regulatory capture. Let us fervently hope that this latest capture attempt fails. And as for the potential for bad outcomes, before the first nuclear explosion actually was carried out, physicists had not ruled out the possibility that the chain reaction that started with the fissionable material would extend to the atmosphere and beyond and result in total annihilation of the planet. Nothing in their models or their calculations predicted that this would happen, so they were pretty sure it would not, but they could not know for certain without the experiment. I think the probability that AI will result in all these pernicious effects that people are worrying about is of the same order of magnitude as the pretest probability of an unending, unending chain reaction following a nuclear explosion. Those who perceive the huge risks in AI are making tenuous, speculative assumptions and declaring them to be certainties. We don't even know if such a thing as artificial general intelligence is even in the cards. Quote of the day. We should be far more worried about human stupidity than machine intelligence. Thanks to Prego for this essay. I might just comment how grimly amused we Vulcans are by observing Earthlings falling for this line once again, that is, the line that leads to regulatory capture. The promise is that the government will employ the best experts there are, and that the agency they staff will ride herd over the behavior of the market participants, thereby making everything turn out all right and in the best interests of the community. The reality is that any such agency will be staffed by people hired away from the industry that is to be regulated, because they are the ones with the expertise and that they will use the excuse of regulation to limit 
or even prevent entry by newcomers. It's not quite clear how this will be in the best interests of the community. I invite you to have a listen to the next installment of Fascinating. Please provide feedback to these podcasts if you are so inclined. You may contact me by sending an email to Senior Contributing Editor Prego Denada, pregodenada at gmail.com. If you find the lessons from nature in these podcasts personally valuable, please recommend it to your friends. Theme music, coming back to life with thanks to Pink Floyd. Live long and prosper. Savor your experiences and treasure your memories. And respect nature's wisdom. <laughs>